Welcome to Herspiration Happy Hour. This is episode three, and today we are going to talk about health and fitness, or health and wellness, really. Health and wellness and how, you know, us entrepreneurs take care of ourselves um, amongst all the busy things that we are doing. Today we have, I tell you, we have some guests in here in the house, and one in particular is a powerhouse of her own. So um, without further ado, I'll introduce you to Ms. Claudina Mesa, who is the owner and founder of... Let's see, let me, let me get all these things right that you do. So you are the owner and founder of um, Main Envy Salon and Spa in Bowie, Maryland. You are also an MSN, so you are a nurse. Um, and we can get more into that as we talk about health and wellness and the flu crisis that apparently is going on across the country. Um, she is also the founder of the Centia Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization. And to add to her resume, you're a masseuse. Oh my gosh. And then we have a co-host and a, a previous member or previous guest of, um, you know, of the Herspiration Happy Hour. We have Don Thomas back, which, you know, she has graciously allowed us to record today in her beautiful boutique salon, or boutique studio. Um, so. Okay. Oh, and it is such an honor, I tell you, to have you here, and both of you. So without further ado, we're going to have some drinks, because that's how we always have to get started. Um, bartender Anthony, where where are the drinks at? You said, huh? Oh, <laughs> look, everybody is waiting to kind of decompress a little bit from our time. And so what are you bringing us to taste first? Oh, that looks really good, though. It's nice and clear. Looks like Health water. Mix that with uh, sparkling water, cranberry watermelon flavor, sparkling water, okay. which is zero calories. So oh, very few yeah. calories and very low sugar in this place. Okay. As one of your drinks, you like you hit the gym. I'm kind of. Cheers, 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 cheers. Okay, so we can get started with the very the very first round of questions. Oh yeah, it actually tastes really good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. And so the first question, I you know I'd like to know. I mean, everybody always say you know it's 2018, it's a new year. They immediately go into this. I'm going to take care of myself and work out more and eat healthier. And that's when you, you know, make all these resolutions or promises to themselves to do better this year, especially health wise. I know a few people say I'm stopping. I'm going to stop eating meat. I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to, you know, stop drinking liquor, only drink wine. To each his own. Uh, <laughs> so let's get started on that. You know, what was, let's start with you, Claudina. Um, what were some of your resolutions as you came into this new year in terms of taking better care of yourself? Well, I took a while to get started. I started this year. <laughs> but I will say I did start fast. So I started with a clear fast and I have given up meat for about a month. So um, just eating vegetables and um, trying to drink more water, making the exception today to have my, my drink. So just started with that. Try to center myself with prayer and 
at least, if not not hitting the gym, at least knowing that I'm eating a little bit better. And it has been helping. Cutting back on the caffeine, opting for a cup of tea instead of coffee. So it's been good. I've been seeing definitely a, a big difference in my sleeping pattern, my going to bathroom pattern, um, and just my overall feeling of, of self. Okay. Do you feel different after you know changing from coffee to tea? Yes. It's a it's a bit of a transition because those first couple of days you're getting those those caffeine headaches. So mm-hmm. it does kind of like what's going on. But yes, you do feel a difference. Okay. So for mm-hmm. those who are listening and watching, I asked that asked that question specifically because you work a lot of nights. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so I can imagine trying to switch over, you know, when you just need that picker upper and it's saying, Okay, now I'm gonna switch to tea. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a bit of a transition, um, especially a lot of teas now are more herbal and don't have very little to no caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. that changeover, I've, I've tried that. Mm-hmm. It didn't last very long. Yeah. It didn't last yeah. very long. Yeah. Okay. So what about you, Miss Dawn? What resolutions did you have to better take care of yourself? It's hard to kind of stay focused it's in the beginning. I, I 
pray. That's my yeah. prayer time. So I can lay in bed two or three hours and I'll just pray on and off. My mind just, I haven't got past that drift yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I can be in my evening prayer and next, you know, I'm like, oh, I should have done this. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. I have to continually pull myself mm-hmm. back. And yeah, so prayer takes a long time to get done because mm-hmm. my mind constantly wonders. And I've not achieved what you've achieved yet with it, which is just being able to stay centered. I've, mm-hmm. I've not found, I've not found, uh, the resolution yeah. for that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right, right. <laughs> I know. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So then, so we can, you know, always talk about, you know, your background and how you came to have four different jobs. <laughs> I mean, what, and they're, because they're, they're not all together you know well I can see nursing and being a masseuse even though nursing is like where do you find the time to want to still touch people after touching people all day that not is a bad thing because I just had the best freaking massage of my life when Mm -hmm. I was in um the Philippines Mm -hmm. um you know so just but having to do that and nursing and run a salon you know and you know your foundation so how Mm -hmm. are you you know what concept what was the concept in all of those different strings of, you know, streams of revenue now that you are, you know, a part of? Well, nursing has been so amazing to me. Um, it came from my sister. My older sister's a nurse, so I kind of followed her around when she was in, um, when she was doing nursing because she no longer does it, but that's where that seed was planted. Mm-hmm. So, went to nursing school, University of Maryland, graduated, um, started working as a nurse, then I heard the idea of you can be a travel nurse. Oh my God, <laughs> travel nurse? Yes. So I did my um, my what's it called? Well, I did my practice for two to three years at a, a institute at a hospital in GW at DC GW. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Hawaii. Then I went back to New York. Went back to Hawaii. Did California all as a travel nurse, which was just simply amazing, tying in my love for travel with making money. Mm-hmm. But then I also heard a nurse say, oh, I've been a nurse for 10 years. I was like, 10 years, that's a long time. I was like, I don't know if I can be a nurse for 10 years. Mind you, I'm still a new nurse. I'm just, you know, so I was like, what else can I do? So I decided to go to massage. So I went to massage school. So that's where that came in. So I took that on, graduated, had the skill. And I have a gift of touch, I've mm-hmm. been told. So I think that kind of, that cultivated the idea of going to massage school. Mm-hmm. So then um, a couple years back, about 10 years ago, a couple girlfriends of mine came to me and we talked about opening a salon. And because nursing is three days a week, so it allowed me to do other things. <laughs> it's 312. So I was like, hey, I can, I can take that on. So... We opened a salon together in Landover. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, kind of grew that business. It was amazing. Um, then I decided to branch off by myself. And that's where the Bowie location, Main Envy, was birthed. So I own that salon oh, by myself. Yeah. And it's been truly a blessing, a learning lesson mm-hmm. um, for me, uh, learning to depend on myself and believe in myself. Because it was easy having other people to depend on, like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. she can do this, she can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. But no, now it's me handling everything. So it's been definitely um, an adventure, um, a lesson where I'm learning who I am and what I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the foundation came about 
also 10 years ago when I actually lost my sister. Uh, my sister was murdered in Baltimore. Oh. Um, and so many donations came in, so many donations to the family. And we were blessed that we were able to cover all of her expenses and we still had all of this money available. Mm-hmm. And I asked my line sister, uh, what can we do? What, what should we do with the funds that we have? And she said, let's start a scholarship. So we started a scholarship giving back to Morgan students. Both her and I went to Morgan. She graduated from Morgan. I graduated from University, University of Maryland with my okay. nursing degree. So we give back every year to um, a deserving, we try to give away three scholarships a year, two to incoming freshmen and one to a current Morgan student. It's $1,000 um, towards bookstore, to the mm-hmm. bookstore. So, because we know how expensive books yes. can be. <laughs> so to date, we've been able to give away
not at all. And, you know, Don and I was just having the conversation um, today about, you know, just having to blend, you know, having to make sure that you, when you have to start using your personal money to support your business. Because yeah. Yeah. business isn't coming in the way that you really like it mm -hmm. um, or just there are slow times. I think mm -hmm. wintertime especially becomes slower. You'll get the boom of, you know, the inflation of people that want to work out, get their hair done because that New Year's resolution, I got to take care of me. Right. Um, and then it filters away. And then in the summertime, that's when you, they, you know, it picks back up because everybody wants to, you know, mm -hmm. oh, now it's getting late. Like right around that, what, March to May, it warms up and now everybody needs their summer body. So then you see more people, you know, taking care of themselves, getting their hair done now, right. you know, you know, getting their nails done. Um, so, you know, especially for you with being a masseuse, do you find a lot more people at certain times of the year that want that more than any other time of the year? Um, I haven't noticed that in, in massaging and of course in hair, yes. Summertime is a little slower because really? women want to wear their hair natural or oh. a protective style because they're traveling or they're swimming or they're outside running. So that's mm -hmm. where I've noticed within, you know, owning the salon business is that it slows down in the summertime because women don't want to be underneath the hot dryer in mm -hmm. 90 degree weather outside. They'll speak so. for themselves. I know. <laughs> Yeah, you notice you wear your hair natural sometimes. You let your curl come in in the summertime, don't you? More than the winter. So if you remember um, from April, I'm, I think I'm coming up on a year coming to your salon. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around end of March, early April. I don't think I ever even owned shampoo. Remember you and I had this conversation. Yes. I did not oh, even yeah. own shampoo or conditioner. Every week I was there. I was there. An exception. Yeah, I was there every week. Um, but I'm going to tell you why too in a second. I'm mm -hmm. I'm there every week, and I even said whether I wear my hair natural, I really hate. I just hate washing my hair, so I would normally get it blown out. And for the most part, unless somebody wasn't available in your salon at the time that I had to like turn around and I'm like, okay, I'll be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, then towards the end of the year is normally peak time traveling and I really hate having to do my hair because I don't like a lot of heat mm -hmm. or anything on my hair so I tend to resonate with braids um, on and off like right now I'm having braids because I just came back from travel I actually leave next Saturday mm -hmm. for travel again mm -hmm. um, so this is easy um, for me but what made me start going every single week I had was in the process of doing everything for my company you know, I'm working full time. I'm I'm doing a whole lot. I'm I'm writing journal articles. I mean, just getting a lot of stuff done. And for what my company does, I have make sure I have a lot of contracts in play. And yeah. the way to cut costs is if you're a great writer, which I'm thankful of. God bless. I'm a great writer. Mm -hmm. My attorney was like, "Wow, this is good. All I have to do is look it over, put some sprinkle dust on it, right, <laughs> no, right. some legal dust, mm -hmm. sprinkling it on there, and I, you know." So it cut the cost for me. And so just, you know, I launched in October, but I had to be ready. And because I was actually always still doing and I've been doing what I was doing for six years. Mm -hmm. So I just decided, you know what, let me separate my personal from my professional, which I still haven't really done that, apparently, because mm -hmm. I'm still having to pay from other resources that I have um, for the company for overhead mm -hmm. and, and other things. Um, but I started finding time when we talk about pampering and making mm -hmm. time for you. I always have my laptop. So my hour under the dryer, this is me. I'm working. 
And that's my, I, I am killing two birds with one stone because I do love to write. I have a passion for it. I love just helping people. Um, but then I also get my little pampering of myself. Yeah. Yep. The only thing I have not been able to master, I can't do anything when I'm getting waxed. <laughs> she does. She they, she'd have the waxer at her salon who does an amazing job. Yes. And so. Oh, let me tell you, <laughs> one-stop shop. I'm waiting for her to get a manicurist in there, and then I will be all set. Find a way to squeeze one in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she has a gorgeous salon, and I think it's, you know, I'm sure I can go in a, a bunch of different places, but quality, you can't really, you, you, the quality of service there. I mean, for the most part, if I'm, if I will text her, is somebody in the salon? I really need my hair done. And she's like, go ahead. They will wait. They will wait on me. And I'm like, I'm coming because I work late hours. And when I, I think I found out one day that you, I looked online, I was like, close at eight. Oh, I am on my way. But I usually let her know, hey, because I mean, I, I have some days, I don't have a real standard time. I try to do either my Mondays off or some Saturdays, but sometimes that Wednesday, I'm like, I can't keep looking like this. I got to go get my hair done. So I'm so thankful for the quality of service that I get. So I'm will always be a loyal, you know, customer you, and client you. to, we you know, your salon. <laughs> yeah. And when she gets some wine in there and I can just, you know. Oh, it's coming, baby. It's coming. It's coming. I'm working on that right now. Actually, seriously. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. really yeah. trying to see it. I'm gonna be in there all day long getting services. Like you know, let me let me schedule my wax, my you know my hair, everything. But you know, it's really it's rare that you find a good salon that one uses products that would take care of your hair, and then two that would just be honest about. You know, I've even said, well, can you just blow me out really quick? No, we don't like to use heat. I'm like, okay, let me get my laptop. Yeah. Right. Or a wax. Right. It's nice to be able to provide that. But I will say, us women, we have, once we have someone that we really like, we will follow that person wherever they go. Yes, we will. <laughs> So we try to reel you in and keep you, but we do understand that if you have Miss, you know, Miss Waxer across the way, you will continue to go to her. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I've had a lot of good waxers, and that's why I said if somebody gets me, yeah, because I, I hate salons. Literally, that's why for for years I did my own hair. Really? Yeah, my hair. I mean, you can understand my hair mm -hmm. texture is different. I can't have a lot of oils. I can't do the spritz and the sprays and. So I would just do my own hair. I mean, I've always grown my hair long. I, it's a quick, every week, I just wash and blow, blow dry and straighten it. Cause, and every time I went to a salon, I then would have to go home, wash my hair and do my hair myself anyway. And so I never really found a good salon. And literally on a whim, I found your salon. Literally, it was perfect, perfect timing. I went to an eyeglass center and I needed to wash my hair. And I just was like, this is torture, torture to have to wash my hair. And I went in and... It was a walk-in. I was like, oh, okay. Had that conversation about, oh, I just want to blow out and straighten. Mm -hmm. No, we're going to put you under rollers. I'm like, I hate the dryer. <laughs> really, really hate the dryer. And ever since, I have not stopped going. I have not stopped going. The the press-outs, you know, the, when I had my hair, um, 
We've called it rotted. We've, You've we've cut it. Yeah. Let's rotted right there. We have yeah. thrown it out. We have braided it up. We have yeah. done everything to my hair. Highlighted. Mm-hmm. Blended it. I yeah. Mean, everything. Yeah. We've done so much to it. So, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's good because even when they went, um, when I went to have it highlighted, mm-hmm. I've never had to come back in two sessions. They was like, no, we're not going to bring your hair. You have to wait a few weeks. I'm like, a few weeks? I'm, I'm ready to get the lighter colors in here, but the wait was well worth it because my hair was just, it was still have my highlights. And you know what? It's so weird that people still think that, oh, you went, you went and had your hair highlighted. No, my hair has been highlighted since like November, but okay, thank you. Right, right. So that goes a long way. The compliments that I'm still getting from almost six months ago, I still get. So it's money well worth spent to me because I can, one, of course, do work and just be pampered. I have my coffee, my water, and they know how I like my coffee, too, so it's very rare. <laughs> they just bring me my coffee. They already know. Oh, two, two, two sugars and cream. Mm-hmm. Once a month, because a lot of women are like, oh, I can't put it down. Oh, I can't do it. The, the kids. And the, that's your vacation, too. Oh, my God. When you just take a break from just the regular day in, day out, it just recharges you and brings you back as a different yeah. person. Like, you know, you're ready to tackle it all, you know, all, even if it's the same stuff, you're willing, ready to tackle it with a new attitude. With a so new- you're seven days. So what do you do? What's, <laughs> what is your, what is your, what is your minute? Um, my minute, I will say. <laughs> yes, yes, I will sleep just to kind of recharge myself and just take it down and read. I'll read a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but travel. I will throw a travel, a trip somewhere in there so quickly. I haven't been, a- been able to do it as frequently as I used mm-hmm. to. Um, but yeah, that is my moment to just get away and just, you know, recharge my battery. Yeah, I can't tell because you look like you was wasn't recharging any batteries in Cuba. <laughs> I was living vicariously. I was like, ooh, and that dress. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that the black dress, I was like, oh yeah, I wouldn't dare wear that, but it looks good on her. <laughs> I'm a little too timid about putting certain things on or stepping out. Oh my gosh, you should see it. I was like, oh my yeah, it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Oh, okay. It was, so it was a birthday trip too. Yes, it was a birthday okay. Trip. Graduation mm-hmm. and birthday all yes, at, all at one time. Yeah. Okay. What about you? How do you, well, we, you, even though you gym a lot, what do you, how do you, what is your moment? Does it 
does it ever blend a line? Because, I mean, you have your personal gym time in the morning, mm -hmm. and then sometimes you ever feel like, oh, I have to go to work, but I still got to gym some more. Okay. So what are your, what are your classes? Has the perfect so job, I tell you. You have the, you you made the perfect choice in your career profession, and I only say that. And I think I said this in the other podcast. So if you ever want a class where you will feel inspired mm -hmm. and feel motivated, come to her class. You know things that I didn't think I could do. She makes me feel like I can do. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and the one thing I do, you know, I love about it when I first came is like you. To you, it's like oh, I look horrible doing this. I mean, this is a mess. She videos, she takes pictures and she gives them to you. Can, you know, so, and the class is encouraging each other. Right, so I've been right. to a few different classes here and love it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And so for me having to drive even far, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this because I really just enjoy here again, quality exactly. um, over anything else. And mm -hmm. I can get, you know, without having to hit the regular gyms and, you know, run and I can just be like, you know what, I'm just going to throw on some little shorts, some booty shorts and some, you know, um, a little tank top and I'm coming here to work out. You can top me off. <laughs> Right. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So we're going to put your nursing hat on for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to, you know, one, I, it's like I said, you know, just keeping yourself healthy and, and being well, um, you know, what would you recommend, especially for people who are doing a whole lot to physically mm -hmm. take care of themselves? I mean, from <clears throat> how often, you know, women, especially um, for one, cancer is huge mm -hmm. everywhere. I mean, and it's not just breast cancer, it's ovarian cancer. It's all kind of things. And women are not paying as much attention to their bodies because, you know, when you're really busy, it's like, you know what, I'm going to slow down eventually. I'm going to slow down eventually. What are some markers that women should listen to themselves to say, you know what, it's time to get checked or just preventive care um, just for maintenance purposes? Well, as women, we definitely need to stay up on our annual checkups because as women and as moms, I'm not a mom, mm -hmm. but I know that we prioritize our kids before ourselves. So definitely staying up on our checkups, doing our self-breast self exams, mm -hmm. And um, just eating healthier and kind of kick those bad habits. I know we have a lot of, you know, we have smokers, we have drinkers, heavy drinkers that can yeah. definitely um, bring on a lot of those ailments that um, are hitting our population, especially blacks and Hispanics. Um, but just really, really trying to eat better, making that effort to, to put ourselves First, I want to say that because, I mean, no, it's hard. When you have the little ones that you really want to take care of, you have the husband at home, but we really need to start putting ourselves first to taking that moment to um, to breathe, to breathe. Mm. I think a lot of us don't take that time to breathe. Mm -hmm. So um, what else can I say? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you mentioned a great point. Mention a great point because as an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes you get so caught up, caught up because it's all just about a time that you might skip to schedule your annual or you don't think to catch your breath in the shower because you're zoom, 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 zoom. Definitely, definitely. So I definitely definitely. And make sure you follow, you know, to Stay up on your follow-ups. Don't mm -hmm. just go and then just let it go because a lot of women do not follow up. I'm, I'm guilty a little bit mm -hmm. um, getting to some of my follow-up appointments and, you know, oof, it's it gets harder the, the, the more that I stretch myself out. And it's not, I schedule them, but then other things supersede them. Yeah. And it's, it's I, I know. Being from dental work, having that dental work, can lead to heart issues. Oh, because wow. all that's connected. I mean, mm -hmm. I just got the dentist, so yeah, so, that. you know, the, the case yeah. that we don't take care of. So, but that's good because I, you know, you don't think about the link. No, you, no. you don't think about the link mm -hmm. between making sure that you see your dentist at least twice a year. I try to do yeah. every six mm -hmm. months. Um, and, and uh, thankfully, I do that. I do my, my dental, so I'm kind of good on that. But there are other things that I do allow to lapse mm -hmm. quite a bit. That's right. And just making <clears throat> sure you stay aware of what your body's going through. Because your body mm -hmm. will tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, um, last year, I got diagnosed with Lyme disease. And I did not, I, was, I never had a, a tick bite. I never wow. saw anything. But what I saw was a, uh, my vision was a little distorted. 
So I went to the optometrist mm -hmm. and he didn't see anything, but I was like, you know what? No, something is going mm -hmm. on. Um, so then I went to a, uh, a retina specialist okay. and she saw something on my retina and she had me do a ton of um, labs and chest x-rays and all this other stuff. And yep, Lyme disease, even though it wasn't yeah. um, really deep and, you mm -hmm. know, really, um, what do I want to say? It wasn't that bad, but okay. I was able to treat it with antibiotics. But still, if I would have just not yeah. taken care of that, mm -hmm. it could have definitely advanced. And that's definitely a disease that is debilitating. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. wow. please listen yeah. to your body. That's yeah, I've made that mistake too. <laughs> Thinking that it's one thing from from my hip, my hip tear. I just thought I pulled a muscle, and come to find out I had a torn cartilage in my hip. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was interesting. I just thought, man, I just that workout was a was right, and I probably waited about three months <laughs> where it got to the point where I could, when I got up, I could like barely move. Yeah, I know. But I literally just thought, okay, something something is wrong. But I also had to find the time to go be seen. And when I finally did, you know, they I just thought, oh, you know, um, I've had bursitis in my right hip before. I thought it was coming back. I said, okay. I went to, to see um, the rheumatologist and mm -hmm. he said, we're just going to give you a cortisone shot. They was all prepared till they saw my MRI and it showed that I had a torn cartilage in my hip. Whole injury. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about it too because it does help others. Mm -hmm. like, um, when we do talk about our symptoms and what we've yeah. been feeling with girlfriends or you know families, mm -hmm. it kind of brings awareness to others too. So that's really oh, yeah. really important too. So mm -hmm. we can definitely share our stories because our truth is our truth. So yeah. it does help other people when we're able to share our truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I will share. Uh, put a little bit of my medical stuff. You know, hippocamp. But I mean, I can I can share something that I've recently learned actually. Um, I've had, you know, after you've had a few GYN surgeries, I've had some major, you know, surgeries and I was having like, I was, I knew it was scar tissue and I'm, I have a background where military medic nursing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I'm very familiar with the body. And I said, this, uh, this must be scar tissue or something, but I was having pain mm -hmm. and I kept having pain. And then of course it's urinary problems and everything was just problematic. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them have been resolved because of the pelvic floor learned something new. I was like, what, how much you learn about your body? So I'm actually in pelvic floor therapy. Mm. And it's where, you know, you learning how to do kegels the proper way. Yeah. Yep. Was not aware of that. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's an exercise regimen for that. And then in terms of not necessarily treating scar tissue, but making sure that, um, it doesn't start connecting to other tissue is by massage. I, I didn't know massage is literally that beneficial. Yes. So I have mandatory um, exercise on my sheet that I have to do mm -hmm. massages over the scarring okay. um, several times a day, or, you know, I usually just do it at, in the morning or at night um, when I'm putting lotion on. Um, but, you know, of course you could do kegels anywhere. I'm doing mm -hmm. some now. Um, but it, <laughs> when you said the word, I started doing yes. <laughs> There's a there's a breathing technique to it also. Oh, really? Yeah. So when I you know it was so funny when I had to go see the pelvic floor therapist. 
she is a DYM or she also specializes in that. And so I'm doing my exam and you're like squeezing. I'm like, I don't even feel like I'm doing this right. Right. Yeah, for one. And so I did find out that I'm not doing it the right way. That was the first time. That was the first thing. And then second, there's a breathing to how I have to do it. So I have, let me think about this. So when you inhale, you, you relax. And then when you, let's see, you relax and then you squeeze when you exhale. Yeah. And, but you know what? And it's so funny. So I have a friend of mine, we talk every morning pretty much. And I was telling her, she said, well, how's your pelvic floor? And I said, I can't get the breathing down. I absolutely cannot get the breathing down. It's like so hard for me. It takes extra concentrating right, right, to do right. that. And, and then so a part of that is like I have to do sets of 10 where they're really fast, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and then I have to do sets of 10 where you're breathing. And I'm like, a set of 10 takes me forever because I have to keep starting over. Yeah. But I said that be to say this, if you ever really wondering about your body, if you be honest with your doctors about what's really going on, yeah, you know, um, because for, as you get older and, you know, you, 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 even if you've had kids or, you know, hysterectomies or things, it affects your bladder mm -hmm. and your pelvic floor actually affects your bladder more than anything mm -hmm. else. And so the more kids you have, or even if you had one, it affects your pelvic floor. So you have to strengthen that with proper kegels. Mm -hmm. So that was new. So I'm I'm in this regimen and I have to see her in February and I'm like, I, I got to see some improvement. <laughs> got to have some improvement. Right. But I, I will be honest with her and let her know that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Just getting that breathing down because you don't think about when you're doing kegels that there's a breathing that goes with it. So now you all know. Kegel away. Kegel away with the breathing with technique. The breathing technique. <laughs> yeah. And get your yeah, pelvic floor. Good. And I mean, it's good for a whole lot of things. I mean, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, it helps with that. It mm -hmm. helps with that. Is that it betters your sex life? I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going to do all of that. Oh, great. Keeps you tight. Well, I guess it's because you're tightening your, your muscles. Yes, yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I will continue to table. <laughs> my exercise so I have to kegel all the time like a few times a day so but I said well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ready you set your clock or how do you remember to do it I don't okay. I just know that I have to do it okay. and so and you know, I guess because I mean I'm Whenever I think about it when I'm using the restroom, and so all during the week, I'm drinking a lot of water now because she was saying how um, it's how important it is. We think, because I even told her, I said, I drink a lot of water. Mm -hmm. She said, you don't drink enough water because the more water you drink, you flush contaminants from your mm -hmm. body that um, affects your bladder, mm -hmm. like coffee. I just say and that. you know what she told me? No tea. Really? She really? said tea still tea. has caffeine in it, which for me right now affects my bladder. And it's helped. I've I've cut back for a while, and then every now and then I'll have a cup of coffee. But yeah. I've seen the difference in flushing, you know, my body. And I have a, a water cup because there's a certain amount of water uh -huh. you should have. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so I just make sure that I do get that amount of water throughout the day. So mm -hmm. I'll have I make sure I have enough water in the morning, enough in the afternoon, and enough in the evening. And I actually see significant improvement since I've seen her and doing the kegels. Wow. Yeah. 
So it, it stays in my mind because I have to go to the restroom when I finally do. And so she and said at the onset of the urge of me having to go to the bathroom, I have to do a certain amount of kegels before I'm able to go to the bathroom. So it's it's amazing of what's out there that know. you don't know about yeah. your body. And I yeah. thought I knew a lot about my body. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, so look, there's a little bit of information. So what kind of nursing do you do? Do you specialize in an area or is it more like ER crisis type? I'm in ICU. Oh. Yeah, I'm in ICU. Oh, that's so, hard. Um in at the Maryland hospital is more of a community hospital because we see a lot of heart attacks, um, GI bleeds, um, gastric bleeds. Mm -hmm. Um but in DC, so we see the trauma. Yeah. We see the motor vehicle accidents, we see the stabbings, we see, yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, a lot of uh, heart issues mm -hmm. and transplants. So it's very, very interesting. Do I you love see it. a it's therapist? Very rewarding. Do you see a therapist? Do I see a therapist? No, I'm being serious. <laughs> it's like a legitimate, honest question. Do you see a therapist? I just started this year. Okay. Yeah. Not necessarily for the nursing piece. I've yeah. been able to cope with that and talk to nurses. Sometimes it can be a little traumatic um, when you get attached to a family. That's the tough part. Mm -hmm. You get really attached to the yeah. family and connected to that patient um, because they try to pair you with the same patient for a consistency of care. Mm -hmm. So when you have them kind of back to back and you mm -hmm. see how they progress or they don't progress, mm -hmm. um, that's where it gets a little bit emotional. Um, but um, but yeah, but I do I do see someone. Mm -hmm. I I believe in it. I mean, go ahead. You know, you have a person, you spoke about it earlier, the person who is homeless. You know, how do you detach? You're not going to put it off on city wide. Sometimes I even have a time to detach from, you know, my entrepreneurial life. And my family deserves um, quality time. Right. Um, but when you're talking about something, sometimes it can be hard. It's tough. Sometimes I do have that special connection with the family, and mm -hmm. I will call. I will call the night nurse. How's Mr. Such and Such? How's their, how are they doing? Mm -hmm. Or I will, you know, make sure that I check in. Or even I have, I've, I've made extra visits mm -hmm. to see how that individual is doing the next day. It's, it's tough because they're a person. They're a family. They're someone that, you know, has life to live, or yeah. it's about to end life. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Her spirit is is just I don't know it's um I don't even know if there's a, a a right word for it but it's so authentic and it's so genuine and it's just mm -hmm. just a natural gravitation to goodness yeah. so you know and but that's why I mean and I go back to the quality you know the the person anybody who can constantly give of themselves constantly gives the quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because I don't see it. I don't. I mean, I just do it. I don't see it. I just do it. So. I don't. I. I don't. You know. I'm saying. I don't. I don't. But I would tell you, I. I admire. I admire that she takes time for herself to even see a therapist. A lot of people don't. Um, I, my, my background is behavioral health. And mm -hmm. so I've always, almost always have had a therapist on and off mm -hmm. for multiple reasons, because detaching sometimes mm -hmm. is hard or, um, I just need an outlet mm -hmm. that's yeah. objective than a friend mm -hmm. or more objective than a family. Or sometimes mm -hmm. I just need to emotionally release mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes there's nothing wrong. I just need to just talk. Just talk. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, it's always so, so therapeutic um, because that's what they do. They're, they're not there to judge. I can just openly and just, and, and I also say this, therapy works for those who are open to be themselves. And then it teaches you how to be yourself outside of everything else. Mm -hmm. And I think I've moved to a very authentic place with me is what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. I am not trying to model perfection. I've been there. I've done that. And it, I think, or um, pacifying other people, okay. no matter how I feel mm -hmm. or how I felt now is, you know, I, I think I've learned that I can tell you in a, the right way in a more tactful way, what's making me uncomfortable. Right. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I was not always able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so being able to work things through with myself and learning myself, mm -hmm. good and bad, because mm -hmm. yeah. therapy is there to put it out, the things that you just really don't like about yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you learn to love those things. Yeah. 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 I'm definitely experiencing that. I've been in my second session and just to hear myself say some of the yeah. things and like, yeah. You really kind of like the light bulb goes mm -hmm. off. So, so I commend session. you on that yeah, for being open to that. I've been wanting to do it for the longest time, especially when I lost my sister. Yeah. I started, but then I stopped. And I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Mm -hmm. And I finally decided to stop. Yeah. To, to me, I, I treat it like doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. It's one of those need to do things yeah. at least every year, yeah. at least once a year. Um, Nothing, nothing get me wrong. I can be completely happy. But right. then I, even though, even in those moments, I realize things about myself that I'm like, ah, okay, yeah. I, I could have made a better decision. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so to me, I, I encourage anybody just for, I, I guess, mental health, when you have a whole lot, my mind races, it never really sleeps. Right. Um, and it affects my sleeping. Um, yeah. But it helps. Mm -hmm. It definitely helps having that outlet because, I mean, sometimes I, I would let things fester over, not mm -hmm. hardly, but I would let things fester in myself that I don't really want to admit. Yeah. Therapy always helped me admit it, but mm -hmm. it also helps me to cope with it because, mm -hmm. I mean, you are who you are mm -hmm. as a being. Mm -hmm. I don't want to change anything about myself, but I have learned to cope with the things that I don't like about myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All about well yeah. and health. Definitely, that's mm -hmm. definitely a piece of it too. Yeah, and it's okay. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't need that. And men, yeah. men especially. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I mean, if you
you trying to find ways like how do you detach that's um they can offer you resources to be able to learn a little bit about yourself as in why don't you because that that says a lot about who we are yeah I'm a, I'm an advocate for it. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, every six months, like dental work, just go and see and talk right. to somebody. Right. I, yeah, seriously, exactly. <laughs> don't That's put it off. Cool. I mean, yeah. because I think what people fail to realize is your mental psyche affects every single part of your day, your body, your health, your ev- everything, mm-hmm. literally everything. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in um, keeping toxic things around me, people mm-hmm. around me. I mean, any, if somebody is following me and as soon as I'm like, I don't like it, I will unfollow Yeah. because yeah. The, the content of what you visually see affects who you are exactly. every single day. Yeah. If that's what you're exposed to and exposed to. Mm-hmm. And so I gravitate to good energy. Yeah. Cause it pulls away from you. And it does. You and it, mm-hmm. it's really, even if you don't see, cause I'm all like, no, I'm such a good person. Why would anybody else not be a good person? Oh, I always yeah. reflect yeah. back to that. <laughs> Like, I've been told that people are jealous of me. Why? I'm not jealous of anybody. I mean, I just don't understand how the world would be. But it's real. It's mm-hmm. real. And in dealing with people, I could understand why. Yeah. Objectively, you know, you know mm-hmm. from an objective standpoint, I can understand why somebody would be jealous of you. I can understand why somebody would be jealous of you. I had to learn that about myself, of why people would be jealous of me. Because I thought to myself, uh, what makes me so special? I'm not doing anything that no one else is doing. I mean, that, that's you are. attainable, though. But you're doing everything that somebody else would love to do. And they don't have the, uh, the ambition, the drive, the consistency, the dedication to see things through. Right. And so that's when I say I had to learn the hard way that you cannot live off of how someone feels about you because it's always a a direct reflection of what they see in themselves. So if they already, you know, they're like, well, it's too hard to do. How do you do this? How do you do that? And, you know, so even if you look at my page, I don't paint all the, the roses and everything. Right. I live my life, but I also mm-hmm. show people this is hard. This is a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. But I can honestly say, I think I've moved to a point after years of therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am never not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with the bad. I'm happy with the good. I, I embrace the bad. I expect it, actually. That's my plan. It's like, okay, when mm-hmm. this happens, it has to be growth. Because mm-hmm. it's the only way I know I'm growing is when, I'm, when I don't do well at something. I don't consider failure a bad thing. And I never mm-hmm. really use the word fail right. unless I right. just give up. Right. Then I fail. Right. Right. But when things don't work out, I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like God prevents the things that are not meant for you. Mm-hmm. And as long as I live with that perception, mm-hmm. I wait for the bad to happen because then I know I'm not moving in the right way mm-hmm. and in the right order for what is meant for my legacy, what's meant for my destiny. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really care what anybody else's perception of me, but I would put it out there. I mean, when I traveled back, you know, and everybody's like, oh, you know, I would love your job. Um, people inbox me. What do you do yeah. for work? I'm like, let me yeah. tell you something. When I posted, I said, you know, yeah, I flew business class going and it was so nice. And thank God it was kind of relaxing. Um, 
But I, after 30 hours of travel, I was in my office. Mm-hmm. I got in at two, like 2.10, 2.15. I was sitting in my office by 3.30. Right. I didn't get off work till after six. Mm-hmm. I went home and guess what? I have more than one job. So I had to do what I mentally just really didn't feel like doing, but I owed it to the students that paid their money. Mm-hmm. So I had to do discussion boards. Yeah. I still had to prepare for my class on Wednesday. I still had to get ready for the podcast today because I owe it to, you know, I owe it to my co-founder. I have a responsibility to myself because I set myself up for this, but I love it so much that I find it worth it. But not everybody is built for it because some people are like, you need to rest. I'm like, I'm going to rest. I think I'm off Monday. Um, But not everybody is built like that. And that's where the hatred, the self-hatred manifests jealousy. Mm. And so you have to learn to let things roll off, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that definitely the hard way, including being married to somebody who could not accept that strength in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so I, like I said, I, I, I have high praise for anybody who is open to say, you know what, I do go to therapy. We all need it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. It's not all about because, oh, I'm mentally unhealthy, I'm crazy. It's not about that. It's just general care. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to distress. Hell, it's a good way when you feel like, you know what, um, you can talk yourself through a lot of the things because you then can find your ways to shut down. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find a way to detach, go talk to somebody because yeah. by the time you are done listening to yourself, as soon as you say it, you're going to be like, oh, that's so stupid. Yes. <laughs> 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 Some moments like that, yes. So. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. good. You hear yourself. If no one else is telling you, you're telling yourself. It's, it's good to hear it coming from your mouth. Like, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can go back. And I mean, there's unfortunately, there's some things that that manifest in people's childhood that people don't remember, you know, realize that Mm -hmm. it prevents them from growing. Mm -hmm. So everybody needs it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that person asks the right question. Or not even to get it out to get it out of you, but to make you to take you back to reflect. And I think that's that's the thing that makes it different. They're professionals. And I will also just on a go out and say you have to find one that benefits you. It might take you right. six times mm-hmm. to find to find the one that, the one that, that yes. Yep, yes. Yep. And I'm I know so but a lot of people just after their first experience they say, I didn't like it. I'm I don't mm-hmm. like that therapist. I'm not going back. And and really what they should be doing is just like a medical doctor. If you don't like your dentist or your doctor, you didn't like change. Go to somebody else. Yes. 
So you have to find that one that naturally gravitates to your energy because it's a relationship builder. You're not there to make friends, but you are there to connect. And the more you connect, the more open and comfortable you will be. Yeah. I'm going to have my cousin on one day. I'm going to give a shout out to Ashley McGirt. She, oh, she does, yeah, she does therapy and mm-hmm. she's phenomenal at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's out of Seattle though. So she don't, I'd never sit on her couch cause she's crazy. <laughs> no, no, I'm teasing. I mess with her all the time. You know, crazy people help crazy people. Yes. Yeah. So we tease about that back. It's like a, it's, it's a psychology joke, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you can help crazy people because essentially you can understand that it makes you crazy. So no, but um, I'm so proud of her. So I can't wait to have her on the podcast as well. Um, talking about, you know, real mental health and really what it means. I mean, and she is one of those ones that deal with the harder patients, the ones that are combative, the one who are suicidal. She, she naturally gravitates to those who feel like there's nothing else left. And she works with them. And so I commend anybody who has the energy and the passion for that. Yeah. I mean, in the jails, you know, so she believes that, you know, everybody deserves that opportunity to mentally be healthy. And you don't find that kind of passion in a lot of them because there's not a lot of money in it. Let's face it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she took a limb. I'm going to have her on because she took a step and went to her own practice. On her own, so she's learning. Yeah. She <laughs> she's learning like we've all had to learn mm-hmm. um, over the last. Well, you said you've been up for about a year now. Yeah, yeah, for about yeah. a year on your own, and but you have ten years with the foundation. Yeah, and that's that takes a lot. And how long have you been a masseuse? Oh, for about eight years. Oh goodness, yeah, about eight. Yeah, ten years too. I've been doing it for a while. Off and on. It's just a skill that I've never lose because, of course, it's in my hand. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> so how often do you do massage therapy? Uh, maybe about once or twice a week. Oh, I have gosh. a couple clients that consistently come back to the salon. So uh, I've been gaining clients here and there. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my next it's on the list. It's not enough. It's not enough. I know we need to feel touch a little bit more because... There's a lot of women or and men that don't get touched, and it doesn't have to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the touch mm-hmm. is is very. You hear that, people? Soothing. No, seriously. You hear that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I have a very bad. I don't know if it's a bad or a good habit, but I do. I touch everybody that I talk to. I rub their back. I touch their arm because it makes it makes that connection. Yeah. So. Main Envy Salon, mm-hmm. well, yeah, and spa. Go get you a massage. Mm-hmm. Scheduled you one. <laughs> yes, and you know I'll have your information up and you know ready to go. And you know if there's any promotional things that you would like to put out, if you're you know looking for, are you still looking for instructors? And John. And as you see, her studio is beautiful. Yes, it is. You should see it when the poles were in here. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told her I'm actually trying to look at either um, monthly or like quarterly doing just a 
class, you know, just for people that I know, just to connect women. You yeah. know, diff, you know, yeah. not yeah. all of them at the same time, but just different invitations mm -hmm. of just women in a place where we can bond. And I know a lot of people automatically say, oh, I can't do pole fit. Yeah. Well, you know, she can yeah. change it up. Yeah. 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 But there's aerial, you know, and they can do half and half. They could be half pole, half aerial. Um, I love this studio, though. It's something about maybe it's all of the, you know, the feng shui and, you know, <laughs> the meditating pieces. It's very serene. And so from the moment you walk in, it's like, yeah. It, yeah. once you close that door and you walk in, it's like the, you know, everything just silence. Mm -hmm. And it's such a good, good thing. And <laughs> the esteem of women, and I think that's what I love the most. I'm very petite. I, I don't, I, I can't help that. That's genetic. And so <laughs> to be in a class with all these other women who don't look at me like I don't belong here, mm -hmm. you know, you don't get that. You go to a gym and it's like, why is she here? She's thin. I'm like, doesn't make me healthy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't make me healthy. Yeah. I'm a heart. I'm a walking exactly. heart attack, just like you are. If I don't exactly. take care of myself. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, um, I I want to start doing things to empower women who are like me, who mm -hmm. might just have a month, just one day out the month, make time for yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. one time a month, make time for your friends. And you and I had this conversation. Um, no. Um, <laughs> You do, but yeah, you do. But but me and her had a conversation, not about the dates, but you still do owe me dates. Um, we had a, a conversation, a very honest conversation where you vented about how you have to grow beyond where you're at with your friendships. Sometimes as you grow as a woman, as an entrepreneur, the higher you get, if all of your contacts and your friends they hear and you're continually going here and they're refusing to come up with you even for dinner to support right. what you're doing. Right. Right. You have to start learning how to network and befriend and connect with people with a like mind. Exactly. And that makes that goes back to health and wellness mm -hmm. because you need that connection with somebody who can feed into you because you're feeding out. Mm -hmm. And what you're feeding out is just as positive as what you're taking in. But if you are constantly feeding or having discussions with people who are here, right. Right. you're either going to start coming back or you're, down. You're giving. You're giving. Yeah. You're constantly giving. You're not getting. You're constantly giving. No, it's been it's been good because okay. I think I've been I've been kind of um, what can I say? I've helped a lot of people and, and I didn't think I was doing it because I was okay. just doing what I love to do. Mm. Um, I had a young lady that has her own um, bar um, cocktail service okay. now in Baltimore, and she oh. and she was like, Claudina, you were my motivator." You, I was like, "Me, <laughs> me for real?" She was like, "Yes." Like her first event, she called. And she cried to me. I was like, oh, my God. And another young lady that has her own, um, uh, her dog shampoo. That's something that she's been wanting to do for the oh, I know. That's, yeah. that's amazing, that. though. Oh, my God. But she, my girlfriend, Tiana, and she was like, Claudina, you really touch my heart. Me? Like, I'm like, me? You are super inspiring. Yes. And I, don't, I, I just don't see myself that way. 
I do what I do. I do. I do. Oh. <laughs> it's been very special. It's been very special because I, I just don't see the effects that I've been having on women. Definitely. So. Well, you do. You have. You've had a huge effect on me. I think you are super inspiring, which is why I felt like it was so important that the Herspiration brand recognizes someone like you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you're going to do great, great things. But, you know, you're you're like me. It's like I, I like to do a lot of things in the shadow of things. I don't have to be out there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You own a salon. You, you know, you're a masseuse. You, you, are, you are in and of yourself a brand mm-hmm. by yourself. And you deserve to be recognized. And I had to learn that the hard way. I still have a friend that kind of kicks me out. The you know she's like, you gotta get out there. I'm always so timid about that. I was. You think I wanted this? I know. (laughs) I I told her I'm not a huge. I'm 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 social, but I'm not a huge people person when it comes to people knowing what I do. I loved being a. Um, philanthropist behind mm-hmm. the scenes. You don't need to know what I do. Mm-hmm. I love knowing that I'm, I'm affecting the world and making changes in people and no one knows. Yeah. But you also deserve the recognition. I mean, I feel like the only way that you're going to get to where you need to be is to come out of the shadows. And that was my goal for having you here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, superwoman, yes, I'm telling you, oh, it's a superwoman powerhouse, and you've had to make sacrifices to make sure that you can still maintain the level of genuine output, and that says a lot, says a tremendous amount, and that's why I, I love Dawn, you know, she's so phenomenal and shares that same spirit, and so, you know, I'm in this I have the opportunity to build friendships and not just networking where people are just, you know, okay, I see you on the whim, but right. genuine friendships mm-hmm. who, you know, we have a sisterhood now yeah. and, you know, I, I go there and I'm just like, that's like family. That's what I'm saying. Sisterhood <laughs> like family. It's still like family here because she genuinely takes good care of me. I appreciate that. And I mean, I, I'm like not demanding or anything, but it's just like I call and she's like, I have someone for you. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. Yeah. And just the, the little things. Um, so genuinely, I'm appreciative to everything, you know, just adding services that I can get right at your salon. And every time, you know, and I look at her website and I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, she got somebody. Let me call. And let me, I'm texting her like, "Hey, I need you to set this right, up." Right. I'm telling. She said, "There's a waxer." I'm like, "When is your waxer there?" Right. She's like, "I have a braider." When is your braider available? You know, I need my hair blown out. When is your hair blown out? So I'm I'm there to support because of the quality. It's women like you that keep me going. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, and she said to me, she was like, I don't want to lose you at a climb. I'm like, I am not going nowhere. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I'm, yeah, so now just I'm waiting to be able to get my nails done there. And I know that's coming. I, I know that's coming. And I've gone away from polish and all of the other stuff. And so we will chit-chat because I have a young lady out in L.A. that creates her own um, nail polish and gel polish that's healthy. 
for the nails. Ooh. Yeah, she's, you know, her brand is called Lapar and she creates it herself. I went to her when I was out in LA mm-hmm. and fell in love. I was just, just mm-hmm. amazing. And so I follow her. And so she'll even send, she does training for anybody who wants to learn, you know, the, the way that she does nails. Okay. And okay. so, but I tell you, hands down, best um, manicure and pedicure I had ever got. Mm-hmm. And I went to Hawaii with that and was like, Love the boss. So, yeah. um, it, but she is also the one that made me, I used to get gel overlay over my own nails uh-huh. and I'm bare, I'm bare toes and everything because her brand is, is healthier and more organic than what normal nail okay. salons have. So I'm, I'm moving to a more, you know, organic mm-hmm. and natural way of just living instead of pushing who knows what into my body exactly i know yeah this which is why another reason why i love this salon because mm-hmm. i mean i don't even feel like i'm like do they even use stuff other than shampoo <laughs> <laughs> shampoo like conditioner um and so i really do thank you ladies for you know joining no. on this thank um, you so much and we're going to you know yeah. have a very prosperous 2018 we're going to support and build you know one another go and visit you know main you know main envy hair and salon i encourage it (laughs) even more even more so when she bring that wine up in the house yeah it's in buoy yeah yes yeah and and then of course you know don thomas with the pole fit you know come out check out some of her classes if you are in yeah if you are an instructor you know, contact her and, you know, all of the information will be made available on the website um, as well as on, you know, the Instagram and on the Facebook page and also on ClarkenHillEnterprise.com. We have our own page as well that we push stuff through. So I do appreciate it, ladies. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. You gave some some kudos. <laughs> All right, so we're going to end the podcast without just saying goodnight. Say what? Oh, thank you very much. All right, ladies.